Nico here from the GeekCast Live, and you are proudly listening to the Movie Podcast Network. We're here to ask you to head over to Patreon and show us some support. If you've ever dreamed of unlocking the Rob Bass Nude Photo Archive, or if you've been wanting to sponsor the official GeekCast Live pony, go to Patreon and pledge accordingly. That's patreon.com slash geekcastlive. Cartoon Joe here. If you enjoy what we do and you'd like us to do more of it, please be sure to like and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. And be sure to leave us a five-star review. Apparently that stuff matters, and we've been not paying attention to it for the past four years. So give us five stars today. Thanks. If you want to get in contact with us outside of the show, be sure to check us out at GeekCast Live on the Facebook machine or check us out on Twitter at GeekCast Live. Nico here, looking for more great content. Just a reminder to check out our good buddies over at waywardraven.com for cool gear, novelties, fun stuff. Check them out. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard for 15% off your order. Check them out at waywardraven.com. If you Player want some coffee. really good coffee. Whoa. Roasted coffee. by gamers for gamers. Oh, Get yourself yeah. some Player One coffee at playeronecoffee.com. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. Geekcast Live. And get yourself a certain Geek amount Cast of money Live. off on some first person smoother. Check them out at Check them out at playeronecoffee.com. It's God's gift to gamers. Last time on GeekCast Live. 25 best Frank Drebin moments on YouTube today. Wow. God, I love Leslie Nielsen. I forgot about when he's going through the drawers of the desk and he opens one up and he goes, and then he pulls out a bingo card. (laughs) I about pissed myself when it happened. See, exactly there, we all missed your punchline because it said he opens the drawer and then you went silent. And then you said, and I laughed and about pissed myself. It's a trap! Sports fans, welcome back Penelope. to Cast Live, episode 199. I could tell that, you, but then I'd have tequila. Stat correction from last week. We didn't go to math school. Uh, we're off an episode. And and, and I, don't, I don't podcast alone. This is GCR. And with me, as always, Rob Bass. That's Nico. And Cartoon Joe. Hey guys. Well, hello, hello, gentlemen. Howdy, howdy. I'm on a lot of that purple drink tonight. Oh. Oh, this is your first day off of your uh, of your dry spell. No, it's it's not quite February. No, I was counting no. February. No? We're not Were doing that. I mean it is in Britain, so oh, well. that counts. Beaming I just cold, figured though. since this was released on February third or whatever, fourth, that you were just kind of drinking in absentia preemptively i'm i'm drinking in absentia which is a great (laughs) show title (laughs) we're getting after it early tonight (laughs) oh man oh 
Well, have you guys been up to? Uh, what? How have, how have you guys, guys been, been, up been up to? How have you guys been up to? What <laughs> have you guys been up to? Size and smelled of oranges. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been up to much, Rob. I've been. Uh, I've had like a wicked head cold. Um, I'm not sure what temperature it is outside. Um, I'm, a, I'm in a bit of a delirium. <laughs> you, your temperature's been outside. Yes. That's what I heard. Has, has, has yours not been? I'm. St- I gotta figure. We. I gotta figure out what's wrong with my internet. I almost kind of enjoy the we we drop a word here and there, Ryan, because it's like a choose your own adventure joke well, it's game. A, it's a Mad Lib. <laughs> it's a it's an audio Mad Lib. Well, what we need to do is uh, is is in post. You need to just say noun. <laughs> right. <laughs> Adjective. <laughs> Verb ending in ing. <laughs> That's a brilliant idea. Yeah, we should probably actually just do that for an entire episode. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> It'd be tough to do on the fly, don't you think? Probably. Well, uh, yes, but I think that we could do it. I think that we have the, the stamina wherewithal. and fortitude. Yeah, there we go. I went with stamina and fortitude. I actually thought you said the stand-up fortitude. The, you know what? I should have... <laughs> Just let you want like a comedian deals with a heckler, right? Right. They have to roll a stand-up fortitude check. <laughs> I'm. I want to play that D and D game where you're a comedian. Yeah, or just anything. Any, I guess any, like any game is a bar job where you have to do something, do things like that. Nick's still even here, or is this conversation just below him? I was thinking about baseball. <laughs> Not too long till pitchers and catchers report. It's unbelievable. Still snow on the Is ground. Is that what they call it? That's what that's what they call it, Rob. Huh. <laughs> call that baseball. Oh well, man. Ant Man and the Wasp trailer dropped this week. Did you guys see that? How fantastic was that? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm with no? Nick. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean I'll, I'll I'll watch it and I think it'll be fun. I liked it, Rob. It's not. It's not getting my cinema money, though. Mm-mm. No. No. What about it? Didn't you care for it? Oh, I haven't even seen Pick it. A thing. <laughs> ah. Yep. Touche. Preemptive strike. <laughs> I like. That's fine. That's fine. It's legal. Um. <laughs> I. I'm just. I am seriously disillusioned with. Um, with with both ends of the uh, comic book cinema universe deal, I I will absolutely go see um, that one that one Avengers whatever they're going to call it. What's it going to be called? Avengers something four Infinity Event. That's the one. The Infinity thing. I am really tired. I'll go see that in the theater. The rest of it, I'm, I'm good. I'm like, good for like, a while. Like at a Red Box at a Walgreens. No, I, I'll the other ones I'll wait and see when they come on. It's one of the premium movie channels. Like I'll TBS? Who no, no, like like HBO. <laughs> like like oh. that. Or maybe an on demand. I might buy it on demand. But I just it's it's too much, man. There's nothing and especially after the whole Justice League implosion, I realize it's the other side of the fence, but still it's just like, man, 
Pump, it's, pump your own brakes. I'd, it's bubbling up. To I'd the still surface. argue it's. I'd still argue it's just the other, the other side of the fence. It's bubbling up to the surface. Marvel's still doing a, really uh, well. We might be getting the Zack Snyder cut. Of oh really? Nice. nice. I watched a. Uh, if I could um, have, a, have the floor for a moment. Um, did you know that on that YouTube thing now they um, there's just like mouth breathers that sit together and just splice up mixtapes of uh, you know popular things. Like, I think they call it clickbait. Did you guys know they did that? They call it what clickbait. Is that that what you sounds said? right? Like there's there's just like a, a twelve minute mashup of like apparently the only good parts of Dawn of, uh, of uh, Justice League. You know? Which, oh no, I didn't. I didn't know that. I'm not surprised that it exists. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's every kind of like fodder, and I I got I clicked on it because that's they got me. Uh, so it's basically, I guess, the action sequence is worth a piss, and it's worse than I imagined just from hearing you guys talk about it third person on the show. It's really bad. No, I haven't seen any of it. It's, it's not. Re- it's not. Good. It's really bad. Yeah, it's really not good. Like CGI bad, uh, fight scene choppy. Uh, it's all. It's really bad. Yeah. It's I all, don't. I just thought I'd share that. I uh, they rushed that thing to theaters. Something fierce. And good. It's not good. That's and that's almost that's like low. It's not good. I I want I film. wanted to enjoy it. I want. I want DC to do well. Even sure. if it never catches uh, Marvel, I, I still would like it to do well. I like some of those characters. I like some of the things that they had been building up to, and then well, and, a, and a rising tide lifts all ships. If if they would up their game, imagine how much more Marvel would up theirs. Not that Marvel is bad. I'm just saying, imagine how much better they could be if they actually had some right. Have, have some. Have some. Yeah, some back and forth competition. Yeah, mm-hmm. competition for the for the box office. I mean, it's basically Disney's just dueling with themselves, mm-hmm. you know, but with alternating as Star Disney Wars always has and been. Marvel. So I am Disney as as you all flakes. as you all pay me to do. I am disillusioned with uh, the 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 mighty monopolies right now. I really just don't want to see this Han Solo thing come to life. I'd rather, I don't know. I, I wish I could somehow sabotage it. I, and I still sit in that boat with you. It's, they're, it's, they're saying that we're, oh, we're, we'll finally get our trailer during the Super Bowl. I'm not excited. I'm a trailer guy. I'm hoping, like I'm hoping that they blow us away with it. I'm, I don't have high hopes, but I'm hoping. I've got a feeling that all the parts worth seeing in the movie, you're going to see in the trailer. There is no doubt. There is no yeah. doubt. I'm. I don't even want to go see Black Panther, and I. I bet it's probably going to be a pretty decent flick. You know, I just. I. Just, I, I really want to. I've see heard. Black I've Panther. heard nothing bad about it yet, which doesn't always mean anything. I think it's going to be phenomenal. Lots of high praise, like very high praise, like groundbreaking, uh, revolutionary, et cetera, <laughs> et cetera. Well, all black cast. Uh huh. Well, except for whitest of white. So it's, Har- so it's Harlem Knights, but, you know. What did you say? Except for who? 
Did you I say said, Whites and Dwight? I said so was Harlem Knights, but hey. This is a weird game we're playing, guys. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. You guys see it first and then uh, maybe convince me. I, I really enjoyed Ragnarok, so I was kind of riding high on that. And then, I don't know. I will say, I definitely, uh, I appreciate the fact that there is true black if the uh, trailers are to be believed. What does that mean? You know, well, uh, so so pretty much up until Guardians, every Marvel movie looked basically uh, more or less shades of parking lot. What what does that mean? Um because well because they they never had a true black value. If you if you go back and you watch any of the Marvel movies before Guardians, uh their black is actually a, just a very dark gray. Um and then right around like Guardians actual, What's that? To clarify cuz I can think I can see exactly where Nick's getting confused. The actual coloration for yes, the sorry, movie. the sorry, the, yeah, the, the, the you're the, fucking racist, man. I mean, the, the the legitimate color like coloration of the movie. Yeah, they didn't no, sorry, the, like the true, the Instagram true filter black they put colors. over it. I mean, makes I it them, all I, parking lot colored. Uh, and then Guardians happens I, and then I saw what you said. They had another movie that was just parking lot and then Guardians 2 happened and then Ragnarok was nice and pretty. Uh, and and Black Panther also looks like it has true black values. So, well, not uh, yeah, I mean, it's ethnically black well, necessarily, but, but like the color scheme. I get he's not gangster, but to call him gray is—I mean, that's kind of pretty much <laughs> low blow, dickish. <laughs> what a turn! It's not like he's from Jersey. Crikey! Oh, shit, that's funny. No, I saw I saw exactly where you were coming from, Joe. Black and Panther, the massive true dis- black. <laughs> <laughs> Vanta Black Panther. That's why I had to dive in there. Uh, I, I appreciate that because we were not. That. Nick and I weren't talking to each other right there. We were no, no right we were having very different conversations. <laughs> yeah, Nick was Nick was like he was he was chewing his cud, saying like, "Where's he going with this? You can't you can't <laughs> say this on air. We can't right. hear this. Ryan, Ryan start the show to, over. You're gonna have to edit this." <laughs> Joe goes on a racial tirade about how this movie's finally true black. The NFL's going to protest our show all next season. Ratings spike. Yeah. White evangelicals tune in hardcore to GeekCast Live. (laughs) That's the market we want. Cartoon Joe campaigned for a seat in the Alabama Senate. Going for Trey Gowdy's seat. All Trey Gowdy. That's nobody's real name. It is. It is somebody's real name, but even Trey Gowdy doesn't actually have a real Trey Gowdy haircut. Have you seen that thing? I do not know of what you speak. Boy, oh boy. It's like a... It's like a... What's a... It's not Al Davis. Is Al Davis the, the dead raider? Yes. Yeah, it's like his son. You ever seen his hair? The the gingy bowl cut? Mm-hmm. Only the, weirder. The, the carrot top Lloyd Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a mid show title there. <laughs> I don't I don't know if the younger group gets that reference right, but I got it. There. I know you did. I got it. 
Anyway. That's a shame that they don't. You guys have seen Dumb and Dumber, right? I oh, yeah. Society. Oh, there you go. Yes. Speaking of true white, you should see the crowd at the Purdue game. <laughs> My goodness. Nordics, Aryans, and Pentecostals. Just yeah. all over the place. And wasps. Very waspy. Lots of wasps. Get away your bug spray. Half of them are shoeless. <laughs> shoeless wasp. That sounds uh, A decent segue from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right to, to some Mennonite slam. <laughs> to, uh, you said something about the Solo movie, and I believe we've been talking about the unholy alliance that is Nick and Rob. And we, we, we formed our own sort of, of, yeah, it's like a bipolar Voltron thing. <laughs> also another show title yeah, in the running. Tough. I've got them all written down right now, and that's tough. I think bipolar Voltron's in the lead myself. It's been a strong start. So anyway, the question I posed you guys before the show tonight was, if you were the head of Disney's Lucasfilm arm, what direction would you take Star Wars? Since we all don't want a solo movie. Right. Specifically Hans. So I've... So I've... The door has been kicked open. Speak. Big budget animated feature. Ooh. Okay. Really? All right. About what? I'm a... Um... And what kind of animation? Like that Tim Burton Corpse Bride nope, bullshit? No, no. I would Samurai say, Jack or Kurt, uh, uh, the original Clone Wars? I was going to say more like original Clone Wars. Like sort of just maybe even a, a very condensed feature film version of, uh, I don't know, a season of that or uh, a season of, you know, something in the Rebels template. Something that doesn't incorporate, you know, all of the existing canon characters you know something that's either maybe backstory or um you know i don't know that it's somewhat off the cuff i I didn't give it a lot of thought but that just jumped to mind because that would uh you know appeal to kids and adults um you could get a nice sort of i mean i'm thinking about this from actually like a money-making standpoint too you know if you made it a pg film that was edgy yet kid friendly you'd make a killing you would not offend the diehards and you'd give yourself some breathing room to get your house in order for you know the rest of the storytelling and the and the and the, and the regular films see I, I i don't think that would be a bad way to go about it at all i went kind of the same direction in the the concept of well first of all you have to stay away from any core characters mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. from the saga um and i was thinking you do uh you guys ever read the book death troopers no yeah nope it's uh i would say you, uh disney has the balls they go rated r and they do death troopers a star wars story I could be it's completely that. standalone. Doesn't really have anything to do at all about with the uh, uh, main story, and it's it's set before a new hope. Um, mm-hmm. It's about a a prison barge uh, filled with 
prisoners and everything that uh, is in some some trouble, and they they run across a, a star destroyer. Is someone opening clamshell packaging? Yeah, I'll wait until you're done with the fucking Cracker Jack bag. Sorry, I was hungry. Continue. <laughs> it uh, it comes across the star destroyer that as uh, it's filled with uh, like zombified stormtroopers because of a virus that was on that it decimated the whole crew and uh, like in the book Han Solo and Chewie are in it but I think you just remove them from the story entirely um, yeah and you just do a standalone rated R Star Wars horror film called Death Troopers that's that's oh, what I would I'd like to see that Star Wars horror film yeah I think that would be a really good way to go see that there but you then you both offend your core fan base and sure. you make kind of a divisive film sure so from a so from a financial so standpoint it doesn't make a lot of sense doing, <laughs> well, what they've been doing is still making divisive you know, films that alienate their core fans uh, yeah I don't know i don't i I wouldn't say too much. I'd say the scale tips pretty heavily to the positive uh, feedback-wise and fan-wise. Yeah, you offend a small minority of, of fans, but you still are you know, breaking the bank and getting families involved and selling merchandise and all the things that, you know, whorish. The ultimate Halloween costume is a zombie stormtrooper. I think that, I, I think that it could market really well. My other thought... You could also put like something really fresh into the zombie franchise as well as the Star Wars franchise, which I think would... What's what's scary about that to you? Because I feel like a a stormtrooper that is a zombie, like, does it miss when it tries to bite you? Yes. It's the most most (laughs) impersonable zombie. I mean, you don't care already when stormtroopers get killed when you think they're real people in the suits. So who gives a flying fuck about zombie stormtroopers? Just mow them down. Well, fuck you, Nick. I thought it was a good idea. I'm not saying it's not a good <laughs> idea, but I'm just I'm, I'm playing you know point counterpoint from I like a it. I like it. from I a other, I have other ideas from a cinema house perspective, you know, not from the eye of a artiste. I just think a rated or the rated R a rated R Star Wars horror film would be uh, would be really ballsy and fresh, and I think it would. Uh, I think it would do better than you think it would. Oh, I'm sure it would make money. I, yeah. See, I, I feel like what I want, and uh, Rob, help me out with the actual names of things here because I don't have the encyclopedic knowledge you have. But uh, okay. I would want, uh, rather than uh, Gun, a film, Blaster, a, uh, an HBO miniseries, uh, The Wire kind of feel to it, uh, about, uh, what is it, level 1313? Of course not. Yeah, the one they were going to make a game about. Yeah, um, following a bunch of bounty hunters and yes, the CD under life. Of course, yes. Give me, give me like a, a hard beat cop, uh, uh, antihero character, and then a bunch of of bunty, bounty hunter characters. Well, that that um, is a very easy way to bring in the the king of the Coruscant underworld and, and Prince Zizor, Shizor, mm-hmm. which would be which would be a cool way to incorporate him into a story. Um, the whole Black Sun syndicate the whole, at that point. The, the Black yeah. Sun would play a big role. Uh, you could throw in some Dash Rendar, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Hell, even a little bit of Kyle Katarn. Kyle Katarn, absolutely. That I think be, that would be. That, a, I, I think, like that. Joe. I think it's a really good idea. Because I was going to bring up some sort of Shadows of the Empire deal with with uh, with all those characters, but that would be a cooler way to do it. Mm-hmm. No, I like that a lot. Just a standalone, was... like Blade Runner it, it, kind yes. of story, like a like a ten episode yeah. miniseries, and we're not getting a season two. Oh, well, you're still on that vein. Okay, I I always like that idea. Do more with. Uh, I think you could less, do more. You, well, you could do more with the TV aspect of it anyway. Yeah, I mean, you, having yeah. having ten hours to work with, you know, right. definitely gives you a whole kind of different <laughs> feel. Yeah, I like that a lot, and I would love that. My only problem with Prince Caesar is that you have a chance that he ends up looking like Eric Bana in that first Star Wars reboot. <laughs> <laughs> and that Star Trek Star Trek reboot, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, and I I thought that fucking Banna looked like a turd in that. Just a but, fucking. But he turd. was so angry and had so much ship to run around in. That is true. He did have that. He was there a- ever a more stupidly designed spaceship than whatever those fucking Jamokes were flying in? No, it was like a mining craft. That thing. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was like a. Uh, the roller coaster foyer at the Mall of America. It was just a big open fucking space. Well, and, and never mind that Romulans are just Vulcans, but with like cholo eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah. That's true. Never mind that fact. Right. Just, just gloss right over it. Fucking Eric Bana. <laughs> Fuck you. Has Eric Bana ever done? Has he done anything of quality ever? Um, mm. let's see. No. I mean, I no. feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I like Eric Bana, but then I think about it and I don't. No, I was, that's, well, he, exactly, that's exactly right. He Trojan horses you into, and I'm not even. Oh, trying nice to play pun, off of nice yeah, Troy pun was, there. Wasn't Fuck even no. trying, I, but that's what he does. He makes you. He lulls you into like a like a state of. Uh okayness with him and then when she gets close you realize like i don't fucking like you <laughs> yeah let's uh some of the eric banna songbook here well there's the you one know what it is he... it's it's from a distance he looks like a uh like a slightly better looking bruce campbell from a distance yeah and then the closer yeah. you and then the closer you get the more he looks like that one like, like a discount uh, he well, the closer you get the more he looks like a discount chris pratt He's like a theatrical butterface. <laughs> yes. Yes. Who's that? Uh, who's that opera singing and piano playing twerp that also looks like Eric Bana? Mm. Os- what? What is it? He's like an opera singing, uh, piano playing <laughs> dill hole. Adrian Brody? I don't know. Harry oh, Connick. Not Harry Connick, and not Adrian Brody. <laughs> Adrian Bjorn, you're thinking of the pianist. Oh, my mistake. Which is, which is funny. <laughs> I got to figure out what this guy's name is now. Yeah, Eric Bannon. Paul Dano? I don't know. Not Paul Dano. <laughs> <laughs> fucking turd. <laughs> oh, you know what? Eric Bannon's good in Black Hawk Down. Damn it. All right, I found a, I found a Paul hitch. Dano. <laughs> you're a <laughs> corp. Oh, fuck. 
Anywho, um, I, I opt more for like a uh, like a Blue Harvest kind of fucking Star Wars like slant. A spoof. Not a, yes, I want I want Broken Lizard brings you Star Wars. The Star the Star yeah, the Star War is what I want. That's what I want <laughs> the next standalone to be. Uh... Entirely new characters, uh, built in the in the in the Lucas universe. That's what I want. How about you, Rob? You you you've just uh, talked to us a lot. You haven't really said. Uh... Uh, so, uh, if I was to do it, I think if I was to do a standalone, I think the one that I would really want to see done is a Mandalorian movie. Like, I think you could do a lot with a little in that one. Mm-hmm. You could do a really strong standalone. You could set it completely apart from um, the uh, the main standing uh, universe and all of the uh, people in it being all of the Skywalkers and stuff like that. You could either set it in the Old Republic so it, you don't have to worry about it fucking with continuity mm-hmm. or set it um, set it afterwards. Like there, There's a lot of options that you could have there. And I would love to see just an army of Mandalorians just raining down onto a planet and fighting Jedi. Yeah. Or or just fighting the galaxy at large. Either or, I think, would be really good. Like 300 in space. Yes. Mm-hmm. You could probably get Zack Snyder to do it, too. But I would probably hate it if he did it. So, I was was I talking to you, Rob, about uh, doing, like, a, a 501st movie? Oh, yeah. Where you have, like, Cap- no. like Captain Rex and, and Commander Cody. and Oh, gosh. Um... But all the clones, they're all played uh, by Michael Shannon. Boy. So Michael Shannon plays. I really every don't think clone. that's a bad choice, though. Well, imagine, imagine uh, Rex with his bald head and his beard, but it's Michael Shannon. And then you have like uh, another, like like CT five fifty five. Or something like that, and he's just—it's just Michael Shannon, but he's got like a scar across his face to denote that he's different than the other Michael Shannons. I think right. it's, I think that's wonderful. I think that could be a really cool concept mm-hmm. if well done. Like it would have to be—they—they'd they'd have to really, really have a good story for that, and Michael Shannon would have to be a fucking goddamn ridiculous actor. Well, and but... I wouldn't even mind—I wouldn't even mind uh, like instead of giving me a Kenobi movie. Make that the Kenobi movie, where where Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker play smaller roles. They're just mm-hmm. the two Jedi generals that are there with the five hundred and first. That show up like every now, like once or twice during the movie, just to give them their cameo and props. Right, and it's more about the it's more about the many Michael Shannons mm-hmm. and what and their exploits, and you take it all the way up until Order sixty six. I think that could be really, really good. And, mm-hmm. and, and seeing like, uh, uh, you know, to, to see them turn on their Jedi and, and, and everything would be, would be really cool. I think. Even if you didn't follow the 501st specifically, you could still do a Republic commando story yeah. or something like that. They've got a, they've got a whole spew of those that you could just pick and choose from and get something either like uh, very Mission, Mission Impossible esque, or um, like really gritty warfare. Like you, there's a range of things that you could do with that. See, my other thought though, like 
If I was to ever, if I was to do a trilogy out of this, if I had my own set for a trilogy, like like Ryan Johnson does, right, right. Mm -hmm. So think about what, like, think about what your guys's would be if you had your own trilogy for this. But if I had the opportunity for a trilogy, I think that I would want to go like PG thirteen, so it could be relatively accessible to everyone. Mm -hmm. And I would love to do a story from the Sith point of uh, view, like the real, like formation of the Sith moving from like a species to a religion to going from an empire down to the rule of two. Mm-hmm. And I think you could encapsulate that with three movies, starting the first one with like uh, Mark Aragnos and his two apprentices being uh, Nagasago and... Uh, uh, Ludo Crush, I think, but there's a lot of Sith infighting on the planet. You can make that a really um, strange, mystical, and political movie, I think, uh, and drive them to like starting to move out and expand out into the stars and conquering planets. The next one pick up like during the story of uh, Ulit Keldroma and Exarkun, who are only like two like characters, like two masters r- removed from the previous story. And pick up and see where the ramifications of everything in the first one led to. And then the last one do the fall of the Sith Empire after it started to really, really like um, mass in size. And there's been a cataclysmic battle in uh, Civil War with the Jedi. And it falls and ends with uh, Darth Bane. Creating the... Uh, he does, does, like So it ends with... Bring, the creating the rule of two. Right. And then, right. yeah. And then leaving it after that. Well, because there's tons of Sith infighting in there, isn't there? Oh, tons and tons, yeah. And so, like, I think doing a movie from their perspective, you've got a lot of really interesting, colorful characters that all have really distinct motivations, and they're they're always playing each other. So it, it adds a certain, I don't know, tension throughout the whole movie or the series. I think that would be a really good one. I'd I'd watch the shit out of that. Lots of red mm-hmm. lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of red lightsabers. Could you do, what about you guys? Could you do anything with the Yuzong Vong? Yuzong That's what Vong? I was just thinking. I was trying to remember what the hell they were called. Or is that too contemporary? Does that does that contain way too much? Well, you could you could drop the men at whatever point you wanted to. In theory, the problem is that even whenever they initially came out, they uh they were very disliked amongst the fan base. Uh, which that means only so much. I think that you could do a lot with it um, in terms of a movie uh, or or even a series. But uh, I don't know. I think that would be really cool. And it, it, they do definitely add a really interesting aspect to it. I think a lot of people were mostly upset that the Yuzen Vong didn't turn out to be what the original Sith ended up leaving the galaxy to go off and be. Right. That was their that was their big gripe with it. I, I think the Yuuzhan Vong are an interesting race, and uh, they're weird as fuck. That's for sure. So you'd be able to get yeah, you got you'd easily be able to get like crazy creature design and CG work. <laughs> right. Well, you'd you'd get like um, oh, suddenly I can't remember his name, Guillermo del Toro to do your mm-hmm. visuals. Oh yeah, to direct Vong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a V. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Donald Del Toro would actually be the perfect choice for that. And and like, and that moment where you've been following this Jedi uh, or whatever uh, up to a certain point, and so like we're all we all know 
that Jedi can use the force and what that looks like. And they go to use it and uh, it does nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Like that, that I think that moment would be such, could be such a great payoff. Um, if done well, if done well. Yeah. Yeah. All of, I would see all that. of this done well would be would be work it would work out. Well, even 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 the animated uh one would be good, to be honest with you. If done well. Right, right. Give me like the Joe, guys who, your trilogy be. Uh I was I was gonna say the exact same thing. I was gonna do the U Okay. Nick. Any thoughts? He fell asleep have, have, have I been on mute this whole time? I thought you guys yes, were responding. Yes. I've had I've been saying fantastic shit this whole time. And we've been responding. And we've That's what I thought. I thought you'd been it. responding to what I was saying. <laughs> oh hell. Um I got I was I got nothing. I nothing. No. What were we talking about? If you could do your trilogy, if if you had like Ryan Johnson's control, you've got your own trilogy that you get to do for Star Wars here. What would your trilogy be? Uh, I don't have a good answer. I really it'd, don't. It'd be I three, actually two, uh, three two-hour-long movies, and it's just all it is is it's six hours of of Chewie watching the moon fall on him. <laughs> and just going. For six hours. No, I would probably do. I would probably do the. Um, it, totally grabbing low hanging fruit here. If I don't want to be creative, because I just don't, I would. I would probably boot up the whole Grand Admiral Thrawn subplot and make that into a three films worth so of future. Would you go the Rebels route then? Just basically leave the main cast of Star Wars out as best you can? Uh, as best, but with, with, with the occasional, you know. It'd be right, kind of tough because... You're Mon Mothma and... That'd be you know. kind of tough because Luke isn't old Luke yet, so it'd be sort of weirdly jamming that in. Maybe just phase... I don't know. I don't know how you do that, but yeah, try not to have too much of the... of the uh, the the core character base as much as you could avoid it. And that's what's cool about taking all like because they uh, Lucasfilms just put out a thing saying that a lot of these decanonized characters are they're 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 going to start making them canon again. So they the fucking center. Well, what's cool about it is it, well, it, it kind of sucks because the stories that we like the stories we read in the extended universe are no longer the stories that that character is to be a part of. But it would be cool to see Talon Card. Uh, you know, we've got Kyle Katarn, put all these names. It'd be cool to see them, and you don't have to be beholden to what their old story was. I mean, you could just you could just pop uh, Kyle Katarn and put him into any story you want to at this point. Oh yeah, that's what's that's what's neat, and that's what they that's what I hope they're thinking about doing, rather than giving us the same fucking characters and the same fucking stories. I mean, that would be the ideal. Um, other things I'd like to see, I think, um, uh, definitely I would love to see, uh, maybe the founding of the Republic. Yeah. Or um, the think, origin think of the Sith really and Jedi orders, I think would be something yeah. that would, would strike a chord with, uh, again, I'm looking mm-hmm. at it from the, from the, the side of the studio, you know, 
I think that would feed the would feed the machine in a good way, while also kind of shedding some light on on something. I think I think needs some better explanation. Would you tune into a bounty hunters show? To what? As as a Star Wars enthusiast, I probably would, but as a just a general fan, it doesn't really appeal to me now. No. You don't want to see like more about like IG88? No, I I only would in the sense of being like a super geek for Star Wars and, you know, for the trivia's sake and uh but no, I, I don't think that I don't think that would strike a chord. And I think it would only get the most ardent of Star Wars fans to be remotely interested. So I, I also think it would be an interesting project to do three um, three standalone films that are connected by uh, uh, the theme of the the characters have uh, basically the same um, the same character arc but with slight differences. You know, like if you had three admirals uh, who were interesting characters from the the legend stuff, who all basically are the same story, but the slight differences uh, sort of butterfly effect out in interesting and and uh, cool ways. Uh, I think that could be a cool project. Um, not necessarily a continuity of the characters; maybe they show up in each other's stories, but uh, just three parallel arcs that intersect in in ways that. Uh, uh, would just be sort of intellectually stimulating. Oh, like see, now, had, now you're like talking real avant-garde shit. Now, yeah. now you're talking on something, Joe. I like that. You come up with a a, a standalone plot line, a two-hour deal, and then you do three ver. You do, you you let Zack Snyder do one of it. You let Joss Whedon do one of it, and you let Broken Lizard do one of it, of the same basic script and plot it's, line. It's all Rogue Squadron stories. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's it's Wedge Antilles and his boys, but uh, can you imagine Jay Chandrasekhar from Chandrasekhar? Yeah. yeah, being uh, being Biggs Darklighter. <laughs> yes, I can. I, that's what I mean. I don't know. I I would I would pay to watch that. <laughs> I would enjoy that. I would too. That's actually pretty the, fucking the, hilarious. The, the, the bun- like like Favre in a bungling rogue squadron. As 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 Porkins. As Porkins. Right. Yep, exactly. Yes. Exactly, yep. Robert. <laughs> Fucking on it. He wanted to be a chef, but instead he became a starfighter. Yeah. <laughs> Whose shit always malfunctions. Always. He's always hitting eject. <laughs> God damn it, Porkins. God damn it, Porkins. Somebody pick up Porkins. I don't know. I'd, I'd have fun with that. Red five. Fucking say hilarious. <laughs> say, say ship ramrod. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> what's that? What, uh, what's that bar we go to all the time in Los Angeles? It's that place with all the funny sh- fucking shit on the wall and mozzarella sticks. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, speaking of uh, speaking of of uh, of that, April twentieth, uh, Super Troopers two comes out. Can, can I just read? Yeah, can, I just, can I just read you the byline of that film, please? 
When a border dispute arises between the U.S. and Canada, the super troopers are tasked with establishing a highway patrol station in a disputed zone. <laughs> their their nemesis on the Canadian side is a guy named uh, Guy Lefranc. <laughs> of course it Play, is. Played by Rob Lowe. Guy Lefranc. Tremendous. And it's actually, if you've seen the trailer, uh, it's, it's uh, Rob Lowe as Chris Traeger, as Guy Lafranc. It's just, it's fucking tremendous. Uh, The fact, there's a moment in the trailer where uh, Farva gets to actually order a liter of cola. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's like, hey, Canada's not too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll get my money. Oh, shit. Yes, it will. And it'll get panned by critics, because fuck everybody. Mm -hmm. I think I'm probably going to pregame that movie at Rob's house. Good, as you should. Yeah, we should we should actually make that a a sponsored an, an, an podcast live event. Yeah, we probably should. Where we watch oh, we watch Super Troopers, this. Club Dread, and then Slamming Salmon. <laughs> <laughs> and then we uh and then we go see the movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fucking but, wonderful. That's a great idea. But like, but this. like, got to get an Uber drunk. Oh yeah. Level. Yeah, for sure. As one does. Like I'm drinking in the theater. Yeah. You've done like the like the the beer can at the bottle of bottom of your. No, like I buy it. like I'm buying a six dollar fountain pop and I'm filling it up a third with fountain pop. Oh, perfect. Right. It's one third Sprite, two thirds like four loco. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Four loco, not the amphetamines. Fuckfest. Yeah. <laughs> four loco and methamphetamines. Fucking four loco. Never. <laughs> Never again. Tell you that. Never was. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Although, you know what? It, it made the Hobbit palatable. <laughs> no, it made you think the Hobbit was palatable. No, you're right, because I slept through it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so boring. That Joe, hyped up on a four loco, fell asleep. <laughs> Let that macerate for a while. Jesus Christ. Oh. That's bad. Oh. That's terrible. Yep. Thanks, Peter Jackson. <laughs> you turd. Four loco. Suck me. Uh, is there uh, while we're on the topic of... Uh, I, I have, I have uh, tangentially related... Uh, another thing I'd love to do if I had Disney's uh, money is uh, Spaceballs 2, The Beginning. <laughs> Isn't everybody from that movie dead? Uh, yeah. A lot of them yeah. are. We Rick lost, Moranis is still around. We lost are Bill Pullman sure? a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh, I forgot we lost Bill Pullman. And sure Joan Rivers. Bill Paxton. Joan Rivers, John Candy. But that's okay because here's my my thought is uh, you do a prequel anyway because what you really we what we really need is a spoof of the of the prequels. Oh, it's a spoof of like Phantom Menace. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. That's a, they, actually, actually and so like you don't you don't need John Candy. You just you just find a really charismatic looking puppy and just let it do whatever it uh, wants. Bobby Moynihan. Right. <laughs> And you, uh, and 
and you um uh Lone Star. You you make it to where it looks uh like everything's shiny and fancier than it was mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. Which always made sense to me. <laughs> right. That would be it's, it's like a it's a brand hilarious. new RV instead of an old one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ex- fuck exactly. And you gotta and you have to explain the Schwartz like mm-hmm. they, like Qui Gon did to fucking <laughs> like nah the Schwartz, the little bug. The, yep. And it's blood. it's it's everything it's everything that leads up to the need to to drain planet Druidia of its atmosphere. <laughs> That's tremendous, Joe. It really is. That's tremendous. Proud of you. Give this man your money. (laughs) Uh, Proud of you. Who would play that little blue floating Italian bastard with the wings? Uh, Waddle? um, That's a really good uh, question. Artie Lang. Like, is it still, I mean, like, what would it be? If it's not not a floating blue Italian bastard, what's the, what's the, I think it's just What's the Artie. It's, it's Artie Lang as Artie Lang. It's just him, <laughs> like in a white beater eating chips. <laughs> or is is, uh, is Beetlejuice still alive from the Howard Stern show? Probably not. Unfortunately, I would have picked. I would have picked him. Fucking Beetlejuice. That's a that's a really good. Oh my god. Has anybody seen a picture of the kid that played <laughs> Anakin today? Yeah, he's oh, like he looks He does. He he's like he looks like Gold Colton. <laughs> he, he looks like any like. <laughs> yes, <laughs> fucking Gold Colton. Two episodes into the new season, everybody. Oh, that is mad. He, he looks like any number of like finger rapists that got sent to the wall. <laughs> he looks like a character in Small Town Murder. <laughs> Yes, that too. The three for three, right there. Jesus, speaking of small town murder, uh, I sent you guys that link today to crime and sports. I didn't listen to it yet. Oh my god, it's about Steve Howe. Nick, do you remember Steve Howe? I've actually listened to that one. I started listening to that one, but I'm like five minutes in. I'm, okay. I'm actually on that one. At a certain point, <laughs> James makes the mistake of saying. That his manager's name was Dick Moss. <laughs> and Jimmy, can't, I tweeted him today. I said, the fact that, that fucking Jimmy Wisman can't fucking pull himself together because of the name Dick Moss is why he's a national <laughs> treasure. <laughs> he laughs for 40 minutes. <laughs> and just keeps saying, fucking Dick Moss. Dick Moss. Who is he trying to say? Who is he talking about? There's a guy, the Steve Howe's manager's Dick name Moss. is Dick Moss. Oh, that was his real name. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he fucking loses it. Uh, <laughs> fucking, fucking dies. He fucking dies. Oh, it's so funny. I did. Fucking I just said I was gonna. I was gonna take a break from small town murder and just try a couple. Uh, what you call it? Uh, crime and sports, and I I happened to just start with that one, but I'm yeah, only that's... like ten minutes into it. I I went Steve Howe, and then I went and found the uh, the I five serial killer, the I five murderer, uh, yeah, Randall Woodfield, uh, because they hmm. they reference him a lot in both their shows. So I went to listen to that, and that was a uh, that was a sick motherfucker there. Ooh. So I'm not done with that one yet. But. Actually, I had to take a break from Small Town Murder because it's actually starting to like 
wear on my soul. Yeah, too many, too many baby deaths. Yeah, even though I was la- it's still funny, but it's like, God, I, I'm, I'm morose afterwards. <laughs> so, just feel unclean. Took, took too big of a bite there. Had to... Yeah. Speaking of feeling unclean and morose, um, Joe, you've been geeking on anything lately? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's segue. No, I'm interested. That's you segue. know me so well. <laughs> Black Panther's uh, too gray for me. All right. <laughs> I, sorry, I just I just heard that and it made me laugh. <laughs> uh, yes, I uh, I've I've started to revisit uh, not revisit Sense Eight, but uh, one of my favorite shows on Netflix is Sense Eight. Uh, it's a really I I find it entertaining. I find it dramatic and engaging, and really just an interesting sci-fi concept. Um, and so I finally sat down and started watching season two of it on Netflix. And, uh, it's, it's really, I really enjoy that show a lot. I didn't know uh, they I think did a second season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is going to be the last season. They may have one more special, but, uh, think, Netflix yeah, decided I to was, cut them. I heard they're doing one more special. Yeah. So, which is, which is a shame to me. I just, I, I really love the, I think the concept is fascinating and I, uh, I was instantly hooked on the characters. I think the characters are really interesting and uh, just just fantastic characters. So um, you've got like a like a random bus driver in the middle of Africa, uh, South Korean heiress, uh, some sort of a rags to riches uh, Indian woman who marries like a, a maharaja. Uh, you got like a like a badass uh, Russian gangster guy. Uh, Chicago beat cop, uh, uh, Icelandic EDM artist. Of course. Yeah, naturally. I mean, it has it has everything that you could possibly want for a character. Does it? So, uh, uh, does it? A does gay it Spanish you, actor. Does it hook you pretty quick, like the first episode or two? Uh, it hooked me very quickly. Yes. Okay, I was kind of in the market for something new to watch. Yeah, I can't remember, Dick. Do you have Hulu? Uh yes, I okay. do now. What my, Lindsay and I do this thing like if we you know when we decide we have time to watch TV or we kind of just we'll pick each pick like two shows of any variety or channel and we'll agree to watch the first episode, good or bad, and just see if something hooks us. And it's been a it's been a rough rough road lately. We haven't found anything good. So have you watched Rick and Morty yet? <laughs> Uh, I t- I DVR'd a bunch of them. Um, he's he's taking a break from nihilism. Well, I, Did you hear him say that? <laughs> uh, touche. So uh, I, I occasionally will have one on in the background, but it's not something like we sit and like that's going to be our go-to, like nightcap. It should be. <laughs> we try being that we live in Chicago. We tried the shot on Showtime or whatever, and that's. As bad as you can imagine it would be. So that's scratch that. Well, if it, if uh, it was good, it wouldn't be on Showtime. Right. Um, Black Mirror is a bit... It's not something you just decide you want to binge. Sort of take it in doses. Um, we tried like four or five other ones, and so we're kind of on a on a rough patch. But maybe we'll give this a try. Yeah, I, I really like it, and I'm I'm actually I'm sad when I, when they announced that they were ending the show. I was really bummed about it. So, 
they better have a good ending. That's all I'm saying. Because otherwise, it's totally, totally a waste. But Rob, how about you? What are you geeking on this week? Well, I just started getting into this game called Elite Dangerous. And it is a uh, space simulator um, where you fly around and all sorts of really awesome different like uh, starships and uh, you can either go out and trade materials, be a miner, trade, um, you could be pirates, bounty hunters, um, quest out for different sorts of assassinations or uh, all sorts of really, really weird, awesome shit in this massive galaxy. Uh, it is really cool, and I don't think that I've ever played a game that made me, like, truly want to get a VR headset until now, but I really want to get a fucking VR headset to play around with this. I think oh, it'd nice. be amazing. So that's only, like, $700, casually. But, yeah, no. Switch to Android and get one for free. Ah, but I want I want a good one. I really want the either a Rift or a Five. I, I hear you. So I felt bad I, even suggesting that, <laughs> as you should. But uh, yeah, no, really, really fantastic game. Uh, a lot of just flying back and forth between star systems and stuff. But it's beautiful, and uh, the combat, the dog fighting, it, it is like incredibly intensive. Uh, so. Fun stuff. So yeah. Nice. nice. That's good. Ryan, have you gone yet? No, I haven't. Right, what have you been geeking on? Uh, a couple things. Uh picked the ukulele back up, which is nice. Uh, I'm just nice. To... have you played it though? Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> uh yes, not well, but yes. Good. I'm actually that's awesome. What's your go to uh what's your go to? Uh, REM is losing my religion. I've been really trying sure to get that is. down. Sure it is. Yeah. Excellent. So that's always fun. And a little bit of uh, 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 Pearl Jam because Eddie, Eddie Vedder actually has a whole uh, he has a whole album out that's called Ukulele Music. He um, would. Nice. Uh, but then really what I've been geeking on this week and I don't I know why it's uh Spike TV is now Paramount Network, and they're doing a a six episode uh, miniseries called Waco. Oh Jesus! Nice. And so I've been watching. Uh, episode two was tonight. It's every Wednesday night. So while we record, it's being recorded on my DVR. And uh, because of that, there's all these different shows. You know, on A and E, they just did a uh, uh, Waco. Uh, mastermind or messiah it's a, a a documentary on the branch davidians and david koresh and the whole 51 day siege and all that and i'm just it's fascinating it's fucking fascinating and i remember i mean i i was 10 so i mean i remember watching it on tv and everything so it's just uh some weird shit man <laughs> okay phenomenal yeah it is well you guys are you guys were way too young for that shit but i mean nick do you remember when that was going on sure fucking out there man taylor kitsch is playing koresh taylor kitsch plays a me a very a very good michael shannon's in it too 
<laughs> so, and I didn't, you know, I, the first episode the uh, has like, uh, God, it's a half hour of, of Ruby Ridge, which I forgot happened right before Waco happened. It was a bad, like, year and a half for the ATF and the FBI. How they still, how they fucking made it out of that beyond me. But, uh, yeah, just fucking fascinating. Oh, that all happened in Waco. Okay. Yep. That makes sorry. No, I name, just I, I hadn't sense. made the connection. Uh, even after you said it, it took a little, took a couple seconds for the satellites to to uplink. <laughs> I, apparently, <laughs> sorry. No, I just I've I've been to Waco. Uh, one of my my best friends growing up, uh, his grandparents lived down there, and we went down there for spring break. And so, uh, like, I, I'm surprised it never came up. Yeah, that's weird. That would be a thing that I think would be talked about a lot there. Yeah. Right. But, so. uh, yeah, Koresh was, uh, he was a fucking, he was a weird, he was a weird dude. Yeah. So were the people that, that followed him though. I mean, there was like, uh, theology professors that gave up everything to become a fucking branch Davidian. And, well, uh, you know, all they wanted was to know whether or not the chickens were happy. True. So. Quite I don't know where, I don't know where to go from there. Well, this took a, yeah, this took a weird turn. It, it was. <laughs> You get you, Joe. You know what? Nick probably doesn't watch Portlandia. Probably not. Fuck no. <laughs> it's terrific. No. I, I fucking Fred Armisen is a psychopath. Oh and, well, I, I do like some Fred Armisen. And I and I love Portlandia. That's a show I'm sad is gone. Sam. Oh, fuck that! That whole there. season, uh, like uh, organic chicken bit. Uh-huh. Where they end up, it 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 takes place over the course of like one day. They're at the restaurant to where, all the way to where they're like, uh, he's committing suicide. It's fucking, it's in, it's insane. I believe that's Jason Sudeikis too, who plays. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. It is who plays the uh, the cult leader. Yep. <laughs> yep. Fucking hilarious! What's the chick? Uh, the chicken. God. The chicken you'll be eating today. His name is Daniel. <laughs> um, we know that he was. Uh, we know that he had lots of friends. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Yeah, where's Where's the farm? Oh, it's just it's just down the road there. Oh, oh, is it? Is it? Can we? Is it all right if we pop down there for a little bit? You know what? We're gonna pop down. We're gonna visit the farm first, <laughs> then we'll be back. Okay, if you could hold our seats, that'd be great. Yeah. No. Of course. No problem. This is the kind of restaurant that does that. <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> then next thing you know, his wife's in love with Jason Sudeikis's cult leader, and they're all wearing white. And then Fred Armisen has to like, doesn't he have to like uh, crawl inside? He's wearing his a dress. Oh, all of them, all of both of them, get married to to Jason Sudeikis, and <laughs> oh shit! This is like the first or second episode of Portlandia yep. at that. And then it comes back to where, and then then. Uh, all of that happened. It took that like within hours. They left the restaurant and then became his fucking wives. Yep. <laughs> fucking uh, everything. I was hooked on that show from the fucking first, where they're walking down the street and he's like, "Remember in the '90s when you could like get your ear pierced and no one fucking cared?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "That's what Portland's like." And then they fucking <laughs> like remember the '90s. The, the '90s is alive in yeah, Portland. Is like the best song in the world. Remember the '90s where you could just like leave high school and like join an actual circus. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's what Portland's like. 
fucking the dream of the 90s is alive in Portland. Portland. And there's like a fucking dude. There's like a dude on a unicycle um, wearing like a a fucking Ronald Reagan mask and his dick's out. Because that's Portland. (laughs) Well, it's it's, it's like the cast of Big Fish as the characters from Big Fish. (laughs) No shit. That's exactly what it is. There's Siamese twins. There's, there's fucking... a giant named Carl. Mm-hmm. Fucking mm-hmm. hey, right? You it's... don't even. I mean, it's, they don't even say his name. You just look at it. You're like, ah, no, Carl. Carl. Yeah, his name's Carl. Fucking hilarious, Joe. So yeah, apparently I've also been. Uh, I'm going to watch some Portlandia tonight. <laughs> uh, you should have you seen their most? Uh, I, I don't know if it was for Portlandia or not, but it was uh, Fred Armiston and and that woman he works with, whose name I don't know. Um. I don't know. I just mm. strong. The offensive thing that came to mind is that lesbian who looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she is wow. or not. And it's a little bit a little bit homophobic to say that. You're on fire tonight. <laughs> anyway, uh, Carrie Brownstein. Uh, they did a they did a sketch recently called NPR Podcast. Yes. <laughs> How great is that? Are you talking about the one where they're at like a police briefing? Yeah, it was either this or body cameras. Right, so it was either it was either. And my kid, my kid loves these guys. So we either get followed around by podcasters or body cameras, guys. What do you want me to do? Uh, (laughs) The phones were ringing and no one was answering. It was like like we were the only ones who had any suspicions that this was an actual murder. I'm Derek Funderstein, and I'm I'm Diane Kroposhnik. Right. It was like uh, I'm I'm Daniel Blumberg, (laughs) and I'm Danny Bloomberg. Yes. Jesus! Hilarious, Nick. You would love Portlandia. Actually, you would love Portlandia, or you would fucking despise it. I don't know which one. Or you would loathe it. I don't know which one. Is it an HBO show? No, No, it's uh. Well, I I know it's on. It's on Netflix. Everything. It's all. Yeah, but it's it's uh, on Netflix. But I don't think it's on. I think it's on. It's on IFC. I know that. Yeah. All right. I'll give it. I'll give it. Uh, start start from the beginning because there's recurring characters. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'll give that and Sensei a, a try. In fact, I don't, by next week. Or like the, the bookstore. Anyway, I also, I also like the one where they 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 see like uh some alt newspaper says that this is the best Thai restaurant in Portland, <laughs> so they go to it and it's terrible, and so they decide that they're going to go to that they're going to go to that newspaper and complain because it's terrible. <laughs> And mm-hmm. when they get when they get to the fucking alt newspaper, all the employees of the newspaper are the same employees of the Thai restaurant. <laughs> but but the people like the guy who was the Mater D won't own up to the fact that he's also the same guy from the Thai restaurant. <laughs> but he hasn't even changed clothes. He's just the same <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> fucking hilarious. I think you just I think you opened up an alt newspaper just to name yourself the best Thai restaurant in Portland. Oh no no no! We're totally, definitely not. It is a good restaurant. <laughs> Jesus! I also uh, the bird aesthetic. Just put a bird on it. That's put it. A bird on it. Fucking love it. That was that was the most relatable content I've ever seen. Oh, shit! <laughs> Fucking funny. Oh man, Nick, what are you geeking on? I am uh, I am so completely lost with the entire last seven minutes of, of banter. 
Portlandia is highly recommended by me. A- apparently, yes. Uh, I'm just going to say that I'm uh, I- I'm geeking on uh, the the James Jimmy show. Um, still riding high off last week, and uh, and my I'm revisiting the uh, Broken Lizard songbook. Um, in in hot anticipation of hopefully a movie I can possibly be excited to go see sometime in 2018 before the next Christmas holiday. My dear, that's Penelope. about it. Oh, Penelope. Because <laughs> I am disillusioned film goer, so maybe that'll give me a reason to to go to the cinema. Well, I hope it does. But that's it. So, that's thanks everybody for listening. That's episode uh, 198. And if you like what you heard. Or 199. Yeah, we don't know. Eh, whatever it is. It is 199, isn't it? Yeah, 199. Yep. Either so, way, uh, please go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We're asking for and it. And Patreon. Don't, don't, care, don't care what you say. You could just say your ass hurts. Fine with us. We'd actually prefer it. In fact, we would probably fur it. Yeah. Yep, and, and you could fur it also. You could fur it you want to. For or fur it. it. Is that is that where you you write your review? It's five stars. Then you put horseshoes on it, or is that yes. a farrier? That's yes, a furrier. That's where you farrier it. Mm. That makes sense. Nick, will you repeat after me? Sure. Danger Johnson. Danger Johnson. ASAP from New York. ASAP from New York. Dan the Man from Chicago. You know Dan the Man from Chicago. Vikram, a.k.a. Adam, a.k.a. Lil Squire from the hood from Narnia. Vikram, a.k.a. Adam, a.k.a. Little Squire, a.k.a. somebody from the hood in Narnia. <laughs> Gomez, son of Gomez from Chicago. The man needs no introduction. There can be only one Gomez, son of Gomez from Chicago. Flashy Brett Javier from Base Alpha. You know he's flashy, Brett Javier, and you know he's from Base Alpha. Mama Bear. Mama Bear. And of course, Tim. Tim! Timmy! Timmy! <laughs> Timmy. Big time, Timmy Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to everyone, as always, for your continued support and feedback. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. And, uh, Keep it coming. You're beautiful. Later, players. We'll see you next week for possibly a celebratory episode or maybe just a regular episode. Or maybe more numbers. Because we are nothing if not non-sequential. Deuces. Cat game. Shalom. (laughs) Next week on GeekCast Live. Short of some kind of Wolfsbane. Right. If you have Wolfsbane, actually, that'll take... If you have Wolfsbane syrup, that'll take care of it. Actually, better, but... I don't know if you have Wolfsbane syrup. Joe, the, the downside is it'll put you to sleep for like three weeks. Check, bro.